the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, the one God alone. Today, the Gospel of St. Luke, <clears throat> chapter 1, from 26 to 38. And this Gospel, actually, today is the Gospel of the fulfillment of the time. The fulfillment of the time. I've sent, uh, P, um, um, St. Paul says in Galatia, says this is the fulfillment of the time. That means this is the Gospel of Mil is Zaman. Mil is Zaman, this is what happened today. So what mean the fulfillment of the time, or mil is the man? What that mean? God was preparing actually everything for that moment. He's preparing everything, the whole world, he's preparing for that moment. So if we think about it, all the prophecies has been said. All the, the prophets was talking about Christ, about his coming. The Jewish preparing, they are begging God for salvation, begging God for Savior. So the Jewish people at this moment, they are strived, they're, they're, they cannot wait for a Savior to come. So as far as, again, the whole world, during that time actually was just the Roman, and the Roman Empire was a very strong empire. And the Roman actually focused on the roads, and God meant it to do this way because after the gospel, I mean, after the preaching of the gospel, the disciple has to have some roads to go preach. And the Christianity, it has a lot of depth in it. So you have to have that mind, the mind to understand the incarnation, the mind to understand the cross, the mind to understand the resurrection. So now when we have the Greek, which is with their philosophy, so the Greek preparing the brain of humanity to accept Christ. Not only that, Gabriel, Archangel Gabriel, went to Elizabeth and told her about six months before the event, told her about John the Baptist, the forerunner before Christ is coming. And final step is just to come to St. Mary and tell her the Annunciation today. So God, since the falling of Adam and Eve till this moment was preparing the whole world. Preparing the whole world, civil, the roads, mentality, and prayer. Asking everybody, asking God to come for salvation. So this, this gospel of today is the gospel of the fulfillment of the time. Mil is the man, happened today. And the start of the gospel said, now in the sixth month, the sixth month of what? The sixth month of the Annunciation of uh, uh, Zechariah in the altar. So after that Annunciation was six months, Archangel Gabriel came to send Mary and tell her the Annunciation. And the salvation has to be at number six. Because number six, this is the day Adam fell. And from the, his, where the day he fell, which is the number six, the sixth day, this is the same number God is going to create the, the salvation. Not only that, the Annunciation was on the sixth month, but when Christ died on the cross, died the sixth hour on the sixth day as well, which is Friday. Okay? So all the salvations for humanity has to be done at number six. Adam and Eve fell on number six, 
and Adam and, and whole humanity is going to be resurrected again, salvation again at number six. So now in the sixth month, Archangel Gabriel, Gabriel means the power of God. Gabarut Allah, the power of God. And Archangel Gabriel actually is the one announce the birth of Christ to three people in the gospel. Three people in the gospel. Yes, we here heard again Saint Mary. And the second, which we heard last week, which is for Zechariah. And the third, actually, in the Old Testament, when he preached and he, when he talked actually to Daniel, the prophet, and he told him about the birth of Christ as well. So Archangel Gabriel is the angel of Nausician. He's the one telling the whole world from the Old Testament to the New Testament, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is coming. Salvation is coming. So Archangel Gabriel came to a city it's called Galilee, named Nazareth. Galilee, actually, it's a small town. It's up north of Jerusalem. It's about 88 miles north of Jerusalem, and it's a very small town. Nobody heard about it. And actually, they, they don't like anybody living in this area. And you hear in the gospel, a lot of people said about Christ coming from Galilee. You just, there is no way somebody good come from Galilee. Why? Because Galilee has a very poor reputation. So this is where St. Mary and Joseph was living at that time, okay? So now a virgin was engaged, kind of, and it's exactly this kind of engagement or this kind of like marriage. It's almost like the Muslim people now, just if you know about something called Ketb Kitab, okay? Ketb Kitab, that means, yes, there is actually a documented paper has been written, signed by both parties, this man belonged to this woman, and this woman belonged to this man. But there is no physical marriage yet happen. So the Muslim people take that event from the Jewish tradition, and they, they, they apply it to their, their religion. Okay? And even this version, and actually the Bible meant to say it's a version. She's not, she's not married, physically married. This version was, has that documented. Yes, I'm married to Joseph, just on the paper only. And even in the Jewish tradition, if the man die, this woman count as a widow. Okay, even there's no marriage or nothing happened physically, but even if this man die, they count this lady to be a widow. Okay, so this marriage happened just on the paper only. <clears throat> to a man named, again, Joseph, and this Joseph actually from David's house, from David's house. So during that time, Everybody married from the same tribe. Everyone married. Like, if I'm from Judah, I have to marry from Judah. If I'm from Levite, I have to marry from Levite. If I'm from Nephtali, I have to marry from Nephtali. Ashir, whatever. Gad, whatever. Whatever tribe I'm belonging to, I marry from my own tribe. Why? Because of the inheritance of the land. Inheritance of the land. Like, if I'm from tribe, I'm marrying somebody else from other tribe. That means the inheritance is going to be divided between two tribes. And it's not going to be good like that. So they make a law, okay? Everybody married from the same tribe. If I'm from Judah, I'm going to marry from Judah. So Sam married from Judah, as we know, and David, I'm sorry, and Joseph from the same tribe as well. And having come and the angel said to her, Rejoice, a full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. The 
proper or the proper translation, blessed are you more than any woman. She was the most blessed ever. And as I said, this is the fulfillment of the time. God was waiting for St. Mary to be born and to be ready for this moment. And he, he, and he looked actually as like God has no past, future, or, or present. So it's everything is almost like a one film, one one shirit wahid, like just one, one film in front of God. So he looked, scanned that, that movie, if you would, and he saw who's the one can fulfill that mission? Who's the one pure enough? Who's the one has full of grace to accept that invitation? So St. Mary, actually, the angel to her, you are full of grace. And sometimes I ask myself, how she's full of grace? Like, we don't know much about St. Mary. We know, yes, she went to the temple at about three years old. And from three years old to 12, 13, we have no idea what happened in this era. We have no idea how she lived in the temple, how, how she spent her day, what made her to be a full of grace. When the angel appeared to anybody in the Old Testament, he said, you are righteous, or you are the beloved. As, as Archangel Gabriel says to David, I mean to Daniel, said, you are beloved, Antal Mahbub, or you are the righteous. But this is the first time, and the last time actually, we hear about the angel or the heaven calling somebody, you are full of grace. The tradition of our church, they says, again, St. Mary, when she went to the temple, she was super obedient, obedient to everything, everything. And she loved the poor as well. And the tradition, they said, usually she give her food, whatever they tell her, you know what, this is, what, this is how much you're going to eat today, this is your food today, this is your lunch, this is your dinner, whatever. So she used to take that food and give it to the beggars in the temple. And God took care of her. The tradition said usually the angels comes and give her food from heaven. Okay, it's not written in the Bible, but tradition says that. So she has experience about angels. She saw angels before. Okay? But this time, actually, the, 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 the greeting is different. The greeting is different. And, and this greeting just telling you are full of grace. So she's kind of like, what's, what's going on? Usually you come every day and give me some food. You give me ta'aziya. Um, you give me comfort. You give me encouragement. This is good. But now you're telling me I'm full of, like, what, what, what's going on today? This is different than every single greeting I heard before from angels. And as I said, if you think the life of St. Mary is, is, is cute and, and, and simple, actually, no. Like, you see that picture of St. Mary reading a book or waving something and the angel come to her. This is not the life in the temple. The life in the temple was really tough. She's not like dusting, du dusting books and, and cleaning and no, 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 no. The life of the temple, if you want to understand the life of the temple, go to slaughterhouse. Go, just go visitation, go visit a slaughterhouse. Just, just Google slaughterhouse in the United States, the cleanest place in the whole planet. You will see the most dirty place ever. Between, again, cows, sheep, goats, slaughter, blood, feces, urine. It's the worst place you can imagine somebody can live or even work. 
So you can imagine the, the way St. Mary was working every single day. She has to clean that after the priest. She has to clean the temple. She has to clean, the, she has to clean everything. This is their job. All these girls in the altar has the worst job ever. And I'm sure all of them, all these girls, huffing and puffing. Why I have to clean that? Why I have to do this? And the same, same thing we hear ourselves today. Why I have to do this? Okay, your mom tells you just go clean your room. Why I have to do this? Your boss at work tells you you have to do this. Why? There is a lot of murmur in our heart. But St. Mary, what we can understand from her personality, she is super obedient. Always say, Hadr, Hadr, I will, I will, I will do it. She is super obedient. Obedient. That's why, my opinion, she was full of grace, because of her obedience. And this is the first lesson I will listen today, I will hear today from St. Mary. I have to be obedient. Even if all the commandment of God, even if it does not make sense to me, even if I don't understand it, still I will be obedient. Why? Because if I will obedience to the word of God, I will be full of grace like St. Mary. And sometimes even if I force myself to do it, and I will say to myself, you know what? For the sake of Christ, I will do that. I will do this. Yes, I don't want to do it. Yes, I don't want to help this man. I don't want to help this woman. Yes, I don't want to go stand up and pray. No, I don't want to do this. I'm tired. But you know what? For the sake of Christ, I will get up and do it. I will get up and do it. I will force myself to do it. Why? Because I want to be like St. Mary. I want to be full of grace like St. Mary. So St. Mary, when, when she heard that annunciation, she was troubled. Why? Because this is not usual, it's not usual greeting for her. And she said, what, what, what's going on? What's going on? So the angel sensed that, and he said, Mary, do not be afraid. Don't be afraid. You found a favor with God. And he told her the good news. You're going to conceive in your womb the son and I shall call his name Jesus. Jesus means the Savior. And the word Jesus actually was a lot of people named Jesus, like Yeshua, for example. A lot of people, Hosha, for example, all this is actually same names like Jesus, a Savior. But all of all what we heard before, this is actually a symbol of the true Savior is coming, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Okay? And he will be great and will call the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God will give him the throne of Father David. Now the angel, Archangel Gabriel, tell us who is Christ is. Full God, full God, which is going to be the Son of the Highest, full God, equal Plus, I'm sorry, a son of David as well. Full God, full human. And from that verse 32, only, actually, this is actually the incarnation. And this is what a lot of books is written. Is that, that monologies, this Christ is full man and full God. And here the, the, the angel confirmed that for us. He is the son of the highest and a son of David. Okay, and again, he's gonna his his kingdom has no end. So, Saint Mary, as we heard that before, she did not question like 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 the Safsar, how, how this is gonna happen. We never ever heard that before. A virgin to conceive, 
and I devote myself to be a bride of Christ. I'm, I don't want to get married. Joseph, at that time, they said he was an old man. People said he's about 80, 90 years old man. He is a very old man. Okay? And she has no desire to, cons to, to, have, to, to have any marriage relationship. So that's why she's asking, we never heard that happen before. How this is going to happen? I don't know a man. As we know, this is different than Zachariah when he asked, how, how how, I'm, I'm an old man and Elizabeth is an old woman. And, and we have the physiology is not working anymore. Not, nothing's going to work. How are we going to conceive? But Zechariah is a priest, and he heard numerous times in the Torah, in the Old Testament, there is a lot of people conceived with the power of God. We have Samson. We have Hannah and Samuel. We have um, uh, Abraham and, and Isaac. So there is a lot of numerous examples, and yet he was not... He's, he's, he has no idea. He, he, wants, he wants a mark. He wants to, to understand how this is going to happen. That's why the angel, Archangel Gabriel, says, you're, you're going to be silent until... Actually, you're going to be silent and you cannot hear. But it's not written. But you're going to be silent. But actually, Zechariah could not hear as well. And to prove this, when they asked him, what's the name of that child? They did not speak to him. They make sign to him and he wrote... Johanna or, or John on a piece of paper or clay or whatever. Okay? So, but St. Mary here is completely different, completely different attitude. She wants to know, yes, I devote my life to Christ. I'm not going to get married. How I will conceive? So the angels to ease her mind and tell her, you know what? This is the answer. The Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the highest will overshadow you. The power of Christ is overshadow you. Like sometimes the, the, the word overshadow, overshadow, like something like, like shadow, just bigotti, cover. And this is not a shocker because Christ was the bosom of the Father. And you can imagine that bosom going over St. Mary, overshadow her. And this man or this person is going to be the Son of God. And she did not ask for a mark, or she did not ask for Amara, or she did not ask for a sign. He gave her a sign, and he said, you know what? Elizabeth, your relative, Elizabeth, your relative, she is pregnant as well. Wait, 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 wait. I said in the beginning, how she's, how she's related to St. Mary, and Elizabeth is from tribe of Levite. Right? Because her husband is a priest. There is no other priest except in Levite, right? The tribe of Levite. So St. Mary, how come she is relative to her? Okay? In order to understand that, you have to go back again to the Old Testament. The Old Testament, you will see Aaron. Aaron married a woman from the tribe of Judah. And how that happened, this has happened before dividing the land for the, the, for the 12th tribe. So this has happened before that. This law happened, which one married in the same tribe, happened after dividing the lamb, dividing the land among the tribe. And after they said, because I have my inheritance, you have inheritance, I don't want to mix, mix inheritance, so we're going we're gonna to marry from our tribe. But before that, Aaron actually married somebody 
or some girl from the tribe of Judah. And you will see this in actually uh, Exodus chapter 6. Exodus chapter 6, if you want the reference exactly. Chapter 6. Okay? So she still has, has that doubt. She's just, just trying to digest what's happening here today. So the angel's talking to her, and he said, Okay, for with God, nothing will be impossible. So she's like, sometimes, sometimes, you know, like if, if you're talking to somebody on the phone, right? And this person answering, 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 but you have no idea what's happening on the other line. But sometimes you, you feel or you think what happened to the other line conversation from the answer, right? Like sometimes, again, okay, my wife talking to somebody, yeah, um, he's coming at 5 o'clock. So maybe the other person asking, oh, what time your husband coming home? Maybe, you know what I mean? So sometimes you can figure out what's the other person answer from the or the other, or the other person question from the answer, the person on the phone. So this is the same thing. I feel Son Mary in her heart. She's asking, like, how this is going to happen? How this is going to happen? And actually the angel ease her life. And he said, you know what? You think it's impossible, but God, nothing will be impossible. And this is the verse I love to live with. With God, nothing is impossible. Sometimes with my mind, I feel this is impossible. There is no way this is going to happen. There is no way this is going to happen. But you know what? With God, everything is impossible. When the angel told her that, she said, you know what? Behold, I'm the mid-service of the God. Ha'ana amaturab. Ha'ana amaturab. Let it be according to your word. And when she said this, the father of the, chair, the, father of the church, they said, this moment of conceive, when she said, yes, I will carry that mission, this is the moment, this is the second Christ was in her womb. And after that, the angel departs from her. So what I learned today is from St. Mary, I want to get my soil I'm a soil, right? I'm a soil. Literally, I'm a soil. When I die, this body is going to be soil. It's going to be dust. So I'm a soil. I want to clean my soil, cleanse my soil. I want my soil to be full of grace. If it's something, if there is any weed in my soil, I want to just pluck this and throw it away. If any rocks in my soil, I want to just throw it away. I want my soil to be perfect. Because once the word of God thrown inside my soil, I will accept this mission and I will strive to be the best in it. But in order to do this, I have to have the obedience. The obedience St. Mary had all her life. St. Mary, when she was little young, three years old, everything harder, everything yes. Go to the temple, serve clean, yes, harder. Get out of the temple, harder. Marry this old man, harder. If you tell any young girl, just marry this 80 years old man, she's like, are you kidding me? Harder. Uh, let's, let's conceive and all the people's gonna think you are doing something bad, harder. You know what? You, there is no place for you to give birth you're going to give birth in a manger harder. You know what? Your son is, the, the, the king wants to kill your son. Flee to Egypt harder. Come back to Jerusalem harder. 
You know what? You're going to live the worst place in Jerusalem, which is the Nazareth, harder. Your son is big and old, and, and you're happy now. But you know what? Everybody says about your son, he is Balizabub. He is a Satan. He is the king of Satan, harder. You know what? We're going to crucify your son, harder. You know what? We're going to bury your son, harder. You know what? On the cross, you're not going to go home. You're going to go with John the Beloved, harder. She never said no. That's why she is full of grace. She has that, that verse in her heart, God, nothing will be impossible. She had that obedience. She has that full of grace. So I ask God for us today, we have this exercise, this, this, just, just to train ourselves, force ourselves to say harder. Even if it does not make sense to you, in order for you to be a full of grace, you say harder, even if it does not make sense to you. The word of God is gold. It, it, you, cannot, you cannot question the word of God. Yes, St. Mary, uh, she wants to understand. She's not saying, yes, he's, no, 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 there is no way this, no, 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 no. The Bible is not right, or the word of God, no, no, she did not say that. She's like, Isaac Afham, I want to understand what that means. That's all. You have all the right to understand, but you have to say, harder. In this feast, Mil is the man hasal in harda. The fulfillment of time happened today. I ask the Lord, our Savior in Jesus Christ, to fill our soil, our heart, with purity and grace, and we always say, harder.